Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is a former Showtime Networks exec, a human connection expert, and the founder of the Love Bomb app, a social wellness tool that helps you manage your relationships with a simple system that makes it fun, quick, and easy to nurture one important connection every day. From sending over 10,000 appreciation videos, inspiring over 50,000 meaningful messages, and giving the premier TEDx talk on human connection in the digital age, he is at the forefront of social innovation. Welcome back to the show, my friend, Mark Shapiro. Maddie, it's such an honor to be here. I love you. I love your show. I love your pursuit of curiosity and knowledge and truth, and i uh, just stoked to be here. Uh, I love you too, brother, man. It's so great to connect again. You know, it's funny because the the Love Bomb app, I've experienced one before it was the app. And I remember getting it and I was like, oh yeah, this is this is so great. I just see your smiling face, you know, sending me a little bit of appreciation. And uh, it was really nice, man. It was a really nice experience. And you had, you had shared that idea with me and I started doing it. You know, when I would see a birthday come up, I would just send that video message because I remember how like I felt. It was just nice to see your face. The technology is uh, relevant. Uh, I, I changed it up a little bit where- Tell I would me more. I'm so curious. Well, I would use sometimes like I, I would be like the, an alien character or something. Oh, cool. So I just do something ridiculous because Facebook would let you to, right? I'm not going to just yeah. be regular when I could be like an alien or be like this little Muppet in a rocket ship or something. So yeah, man, it's beautiful. So for um, those who don't know who you are, uh, you, you had a really great um, podcast that you ran for a long time. You know, your former big wig in the executive world, you know, cutting <laughs> loose from the suit and tie. You've got oh, a very man. diverse background. T-shirt so, guy now. Yeah, yeah, man. So tell us a little about yourself. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, I'm one of Earth's 7 billion plus people <laughs> trying to figure it out every single day while, uh, you know, doing my best to make an impact and stay sane and happy. And especially right now, um, you know, with the state of the world, it's even more challenging, but uh, just feeling so grateful and, you know, blessed to be able to do what I love and to, you know, feel like I do, I'm doing my part to make the world a better place, uh, especially when it's needed most right now. It's very short. <laughs> well, I love, I love the answer. Well, okay, what you else do you want, sir? Ask well, me well, anything. Well, talk about, you know, you did, you, you're, you're an expert, I would say in like, not even personal development, but human connection. You know, I feel like that's a lot of your background. It's just understanding how sure. people connect with each other and the importance of that and how we're kind of missing it in the digital age. You know, we're becoming, it's like we have the technology to be connected, but we're more and yeah. more isolated. And so I think a lot of your work and your talk and your podcast were, were so beautiful, you know, like basically uh, around the theme of authenticity and yeah. how we can have that experiencing it ourselves, um, but also in our interactions. And it's such a fundamental part of being human that so little people are focusing on. And I always thought how wonderful and beautiful it was that that was your main focus of saying, let's not forget about this very simple and impactful thing. And, and, you know, you, even your podcasts are still live, but a lot of incredible guests, incredible conversations, and, and now the evolution of love bombs. So yeah, talk a little bit about that. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. Thank you for teeing me up. I mean, I'm so passionate about subjects like authenticity and being true to ourselves in this highly programmed world where it's not necessarily easy to be. We're not necessarily encouraged to go off on our own authentic path or to express ourselves or to show vulnerability. So I'm deeply, deeply passionate about authenticity and, you know, being the gift that we are born to be to this planet and universe. So that's like one thing, obviously connection and kindness, uh, which is kind of, you know, a big part of love bomb and the DNA of love bomb. But the other piece for me that is just so important, I'm sure we can get into more is about accountability and habit formation. And, you know, you mentioned that I've sent 10,000 personalized appreciation videos and that was a habit that I built just like anything else. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we can be whoever we want to be in this world. And it starts by building healthy habits. And one habit I built is sending these appreciation videos, which has really opened up my world and, you know, opened up the possibility of this love bomb app that, and I'm now putting in the hands of anybody to, you know, share and experience more love in their daily lives. Amazing, man. I love all that. Okay. So I want you to get into the love bomb app and I'd also love for you to speak a little bit about, you know, the transition from being, um, let's just say having the world at your fingertips, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't describe it like that, but a lot of people are like, wow, like you have this executive job with this successful company, you know, you can have the suit and tie, you can drive the sports car and and you're in California. So if you can imagine that convertible and that hair that you have (laughs) topped out, I don't know how you let that go. Um, But you did. And even before we started the podcast, you just talked about, you know, the importance of dedicating to creating a meaningful impact here and to fully engage in it with all of your like essence and will and decision and money's not guaranteed there. You know, so many times people try to convince me that, you know, you got to get this amount of money to do this thing. And I say, you know what, I'm seeing my friends do it differently. And what I notice is this commitment to doing something that is of service to others. And somehow they always find a way. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if if there's something that's emanating so deeply in your heart that you can't turn away from that you're thinking about all the time. And that I know for me with love bomb, it was like, if I don't pursue this dream, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Like the calling was so incredibly loud and it's been, I mean, just to get the app built and launched on the app store is like a whole podcast episode in and of itself. Um, But, you know, certainly no guarantees, but it was like, this is what I'm here to do. And, you know, I worked really hard uh, for a long time to kind of create this opportunity to kind of have this runway to, to do this. And I'm just like, I'm going for it. And we're going to see what happens. Nothing is guaranteed. Um, but, you know, the more risks that I take, the, the harder that I push through, the smarter moves that I make when I get outside my comfort zone, it's just created, you know, new doors and opportunities and, you know, people seeing what I'm up to and, you know, hitting me up and wanting to partner or, you know, explore partnership or some in some sort of way. So it's been amazing. But kind of going back to, you know, kind of your question in general, it was really interesting because the words that you chose in the question was like saying that you have the world at your fingertips. And when you said that, I wasn't actually thinking about like the transition between, you know, a corporate career and the entrepreneurial journey that I've been on in the last five years. I, I just thought about like, wow, we literally have the whole world in our hands with our smartphones. And so we can get into that in a little bit because 
I have a lot to say on that uh, and how we currently use social media and like it just doesn't have to be the way that it currently is. I mean, like, is it really working? Kind of. Yes. No. I think there's so much improvement on that. But going back to your question, I mean, we have one life and the easy thing to do is just to get a comfortable job and to spend our whole careers, you know, kind of, I guess, playing it safe to some extent. I mean, obviously, we got to pay the bills, but you know, if you have that burning desire to do something, like if not now, then when? And so it was, it was a big you know, leap and jump off for me to leave the corporate America. But I was launching a podcast all about authenticity and I was no longer watching TV anymore. So talk about being inauthentic. Um, I, w- I wasn't passionate about working at Showtime and about the entertainment industry, which was why I got into it in the first place, because like I loved watching TV. That's how I spent every single night. And then after some changes in my life, divorce, I stopped watching TV. And so kind of my authentic truth and my authentic vision for my life was changing as I grew and evolved. And sometimes that's like a tough reality to come to grips with when something that we wanted so bad for so long, all of a sudden isn't our like North compass or North star anymore. So you know, that was true for me. And I feel fortunate that I found personal development and got outside of my comfort zone and, you know, was doing a bunch of personal development workshops that showed me this whole concept of authenticity, which was something that, you know, I'd heard of the word before, but I never really truly knew what that meant. And uh, my curiosity to kind of dive down the rabbit hole of what authenticity means and how we can apply it in our lives and how we can be real with ourselves and the self-inquiry and then the accountability and the self-actualization to execute it uh, was really my journey. And uh, that's what led me to launch the podcast. And I was just like, you know what, if this podcast has any chance of being successful and really getting out there, I got to leave it all behind. And so that's what I did. And I I thought that it was going to be, you know, an instant smash hit that was going to take the world by storm. And guess what? It wasn't, Um, you know, it was just another podcast, but it it did. um, It was an incredible opportunity for me. I grew so much. I got to connect with amazing people such as the one and only Matt Belair. And um, I really wouldn't change a thing. I mean, life is about, you know, the journey. We're all on our own hero's journey and without the fear and the uncertainty and, you know, all the ups and downs, it, we wouldn't be on this ride. I love so, all that, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a really inspiring story. And, uh, you know, since I've known you, you've been nothing but authentic and it's been like a real pleasure to just watch what you're putting out in the world and how you're shifting and adapting and also the, your self inquiry. You know, I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't have is they don't like question you know, like, you know, what, what is it that I want to do? How can I make the most out of this situation? Um, you know, dealing with challenges in our world in a, in a very real way where sometimes in the spiritual community, you know, it's, it's, you know, things aren't dealt with in a, in a authentic way sometimes. Like, I don't know what they call it, like some sort of weird term, but you know, like life isn't always rosy all the time. It's like having those uncomfortable conversations and being able to move beyond them so we can become more. And, and you've, you've been able to do that in a really beautiful way. So what I'd love to ask you is, you know, what do you, what would you say is the mission of the love bomb app? Like if you were to say, you know, this is the grandest mission of the love bomb app and the energy that it holds and what I hope that it brings to the world. How would you describe that? Yeah. Well, I would first ask a question is like, do you believe that there is more love and connection available to humans and humanity? Absolutely. Yep. 
I agree with that. And so to me, all right, we look at the status quo of the way things are. Like the way things are, the way things have been, right? It's the way that technology has evolved that's kind of got us to this point. You know, it's our social status quos and what we've deemed to be socially acceptable. It's, you know, the aggregate of our fears and our insecurities and our intentions. And I believe that the next level of love and connection, A, we need a system to make it easy to enable to follow through. And B, we need to get outside of our comfort zones. And so to me, what the Love Bomb app and the mission is, we want to ignite a billion messages and interactions of loving kindness that wouldn't happen without this tool. And so, you know, I'm someone who sent over 10,000 personalized appreciation videos. And I get that most humans on this planet would never, ever even think about doing that. Maybe you've never even sent a single personalized appreciation video. And you know what? That's great. Cause we all, you know, have our own authentic expression and we all communicate love uh, and compassion and appreciation in our own unique ways. But the premise behind Love Bomb is we built a simple system that allows you to prioritize the people you care about in your life. So instead of going to Facebook and being a slave to the algorithm and whoever Facebook, you know, decides to show you and to, you know, to try to get your attention to pay attention to, uh, Love Bomb is like, it's the opposite of that. You create your own algorithm for yourself by choosing people you want to keep in touch with, how often you want to keep in touch with them. You can put in all their, their important dates, birthdays, anniversaries, their product launches, podcast episodes, whatever it may be. And then you, uh, you, it, it gives you like a daily recommendation. It shows you five people based off of your own algorithm and invites you just to connect with like one of them in whatever way feels authentic for you, whether you want to send them a video or a voice note or like a cute little meme, or you want to pick up the phone and call them or send them a text. But the beauty is in the simplicity of the system that just makes it so easy to nurture one important connection every day. And that's something, you know, we're all busy. Keeping in touch can be challenging. It can feel like a chore. It can feel like an energetic drain. But in reality, if we, sim if we simplify it, to the point where it's just like, all right, I'm just going to nurture one connection every day. Well, what happens with that? Well, we get to experience the, all the benefits of connection. So it's the um, scientific benefits of kindness and connection is it, it makes the, the giver happier. It lowers stress and anxiety. It's naturally going to deepen the connection and the bond between the two people. Naturally, people love when other people are thinking of them and sending good vibes their way. So the recipient loves it. It's got this contagious element and uh, it creates more opportunities because you're opening up a door of possibility by connecting with another human. And then lastly, it just, you know, makes the world a better place. So there's so many benefits to that. So we wanted to create this simple system to do that, and then the compound effect, if you're nurturing one additional relationship every day, you know, over a month, that could be 30 relationships, or that could be, you know, just like really going deep on 10 or 15 relationships. And even Matt, if you don't use it every day, if you use it once a week, that's still incremental connection in our lives. And, you know, on the flip side of that, we've got this major loneliness issue. We're connected to so many people on social media, but like, are these quality connections? Are these the people we actually want to be connecting with? Do they fill our cup up? Do they make us feel better? Or are we just kind of comparing our lives to their highlight reels? So, um, you know, Love Bomb is, is really a tool to mitigate loneliness, uh, knowing that we all have some element of imposter syndrome or self-worth. And I want to just make it so easy 
to give people the gift of our kind attention. So that's kind of a long-winded answer, but I get super fired up when talking about human connection and love and kindness because I feel like I've seen the other side of the veil. And like I've seen what's available because I'm experiencing it. And it takes you know, a little bit of courage and vulnerability and effort. But when you do that, it's just like more love daily. And like, who doesn't want that? A hundred percent, man. That is such a beautiful mission and intention and makes me think of a whole bunch of things. One of them is just the entire philosophy or religion or ideology of Buddhism. You know, when I was training with the Shaolin, or not the Shaolin monks, the Buddhist monks, they would just talk about um, being the example of loving kindness. And then I kind of bring that into what I learned from studying with the Native American elders. I studied um, with Carlos Barrios, who unfortunately recently passed. He's a, who was a Mayan elder. And he said, um, the new spirituality is action. And also mm. with uh, David Lombert Senapas, who is a Mi'kmaq elder. And he would just talk about doing three kind acts a day like just doing three kind acts a day. And what this seems to do is a very simple way and structure for you to take an action because you could imagine a person that grows up with a parent and they never say they love them. You know what I mean? Like I wish my parents would say Which is I love so you. common, by the way. Which is unfortunately common, yeah. Um, and it's like, I just wanted to hear it. You know, I just want to hear it. And like, you know, I don't get, I don't get tired of my mom telling me that she loves me. You know, I, I never get tired of that. And so it kind of inspires it. You know what I mean? It gives a very simple way to put that out in the world. And the important thing is to actually take the action. And that's what you're doing. And I, like I said, I remember when you sent that to me, cause no one had done that. And I was like, oh, Hey man, you know, what's up dude. <laughs> and it kind of brightened my day. And, and it, then it inspired me immediately to do, to do that for others because I remember how I felt and it felt nice. And, and uh, so, yeah, maybe you can kind of, you know, chime in on that a little bit and then yeah. talk, talk about social media and, and how it's kind of going and being used today. Yeah, sure. So much, you know, comes up. You're such a wealth of knowledge, Matt. It's, it's a, such a beautiful gift to be able to experience. Um, the first thing that comes up for me is that um, the birthday videos, I was inspired by somebody else to even start doing them in the first place. So I love to hear that it inspired you. That is like, it literally lights my soul on fire. It's so amazing to hear that. But what the the kind of the quick story about like why I even started sending them is like, I went to a networking event uh, for a buddy's book release maybe like five years ago. And I met someone at the book release who the very next day sent me a personalized video message after adding me on Facebook, telling me it was nice to meet me. And like, to be honest with you, like he didn't even leave the best impression on me at the networking event. He was a little aggressive, but when he sent me this video, I was like, Oh my God, this is, really, really powerful. Like no one else has sent me a personalized video message ever. And like, I really felt it and it was like profound. So I didn't go ahead and like send personalized video messages starting that day. But after my dad passed away and um, I realized I could show more appreciation in my life. And honestly, I was so fed up at the time of social media. This was like, you know, four years ago, back in September of 2016, when it was like, you know, I'd go to social media, I'd oftentimes feel worse. I'd be, you know, like doing the thing where I'm comparing my life to other people's highlight reels. And, you know, while I could see the benefits of social media, like this opportunity to like know what's happening in other people's lives and 
the ability to like start a, a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or to stand for causes you believe in or to ask a question and, you know, have 50 people answer it. Like those things are amazing, but I feel like the status quo of social media is, is more self-centered, like just based off of the status quo of how it's evolved and got us to where we are today, which to me is, you know, what's in it for me, what's going to keep my attention. Um, and, um, you know, what's going to make me look good. And so oftentimes, you know, we are, you know, manipulating our image or curating our image in a way that is going to make us look good and be perceived the way we want to be perceived and hopefully get us more love. And I think like four years ago, I wasn't seeing much vulnerability on social media at all, aside from maybe some cries from help that I saw from time to time. And I am encouraged because I've seen more and more vulnerability on social media in the last four years and like, you know, in a beautiful and kind of responsible way. With that said, I think, you know, everyone will still agree, like after watching a docudrama like The Social Dilemma, that like these tools that do have value for us, like they really also have a dark side in that like they just want our attention and they're doing like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, they like have built their tools to try to keep our attention and to keep us on their platforms longer and longer and longer to, you know, sell us ads. And, you know, it really screws with our psychology and our heads and our emotions and what we believe and perceive to be real. So kind of going back four years ago, like I was feeling that. And I just thought to myself, there has got to be more available, right? They're like, there has to be something else that we're missing out on. Like we have these tools, we're more connected than ever before. Like, how can we use them really for the greater most amount of good? And so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. The only one who, who's sending personalized video messages besides that random guy from the network networking event, like I, I'm going to join him and I'm going to like, you know, go all out and I'm just going to see what happens. And that's when I like decided to start sending the personalized video messages to every single one of my Facebook friends on their birthdays, which I totally get is very extreme. Um, and you know, there were a lot of different motives behind why I started doing it. But I think like the biggest one is like, you know what, I believe there's more love to go around and, uh, I'm going to just like be the person I'm going to be the pioneer. I'm going to be the Lewis and Clark to like go out there and figure it out. And, um, you know, I've learned so many valuable lessons as a result of just this inquiry. And it's, um, it's like taught me some really profound life lessons to have this experience. And, uh, there's been so many benefits that like, I feel it's like my life's purpose and mission to like give back and share the learnings, having kind of explored this, uh, this terrain of human connection digitally. But there's one more thing that I want to say, Matt, before seeing, you know, what's coming up for you. Cause I know there's probably a lot of, you know, churning in that beautiful mind of yours, but social media has been around for what, like. 15 years, maybe since like Facebook came out, uh, you know, at, at Harvard when Zuckerberg started it. And let's compare, you know, a 15 year old technology product to a 15 year old human and the stage of development of a 15 year old, like a 15 year old is like just starting to like, you know, figure out who they are. And they're, you know, they're looking around, seeing what everybody else is doing and uh, they've got a lot of growing to do. And, uh, I believe that just like a 15 year old kid, like that's where we're at with social media today. It's been around for, you know, for 15 years or so that there's so much more maturation and possibility that I believe exists in this technology for the betterment of humankind and, you know, our lives individually and collectively. 
And so, you know, that's what I believe so passionately about. It's what fuels me every single day. And it's like, that is the DNA um, at the core of Love Bomb. Beautiful, man. I love that. And I love the end idea of, of the idea of social media maturing, you know, because we have access to so much information and to each other. And we've kind of been using it in detrimental ways. Not everybody, you know, I can remember a few years ago, probably, I don't know if time is weird now, um, it was probably like five, six, seven years ago, but I was on my Facebook and I was just seeing all this nonsense I didn't want to see. And this included my own friends. And the second that you posted some sort of nonsense, I was ruthless and I just deleted all that. I unfollowed them, right? So I didn't delete them from the phone. But then what I did was I went into all the subjects that I wanted to. So I went into personal development, scientific magazine, um, inspiring pages like Collective Evolution that just got deleted, um, positive vibes, positive quotes, um, snowboarding and things like that that I was interested at the time. So what happened then was my feed people are like, oh, Facebook is nonsense. I was like, mine is curated. All I get is inspiring content all day. It's actually yeah. epic. And that yep. was a huge upgrade for me. Like just that little distinction because we were kind of learning how to use the app and what it was for. And, you know, there's so many things that I believe your app does and the idea of it that is helpful. We are in an epidemic of loneliness, of su- especially now with the COVID stuff, of suicide, of uh, mental health, all of that kind of thing. And when we flip from, you know, what can I get to what can I give? It's a, it's a 180. It's a, it's a life turn. If you're to wake up every day and like, I'm going to make other people's life. If you feel miserable and you're like, I'm just going to figure out a way to make someone else's life better. You yeah. will feel better by doing that. It 100%. Just, that's just what will happen. And so if you could imagine like, also the community aspect of this, I feel like so many people feel so alone. Um, they feel afraid, you know, a lot of the time when I'm coaching people, um, you know, I think that my coaching is really simple. You know, I've done a lot of the personal development work and have tools and strategies, but nobody can talk openly, even with their friends and families about the dreams that they have. How awful is that? right? They don't feel really comfortable. And even if they do, it's like, oh, you know, that's kind of like a pipe dream. It's like, no, let's draw this out. Yes, it is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, getting a two-way feedback, mapping it out and just having someone in your corner. And so if you could imagine a whole community that says to you, basically, you know, like a loving family, um, no matter what, we love you and care about you. If you need anything, you know, we are here and you're not going to do all that with the love bomb app, although you could say all of those words, but if you're the one kind of receiving it and we're in that community and you say, you know what? I know that I'm in the supportive community. It's going to give you energy and inspiration and courage to go out there and pursue those things that inspire you and to know that you are supported by people you love and admire and you you have that. And that's, I think, the one of the biggest tools for manipulation is um, being ostracized from the herd. So if you try sure. to do something, you leave your job, right? And then, it, and you, and you go to, uh, you know, everyone at Showtime's looking at Mark and he leaves and he's like, Oh, that loser failed, you know? And then you're like, <laughs> Oh no, like everybody thinks I'm a loser. You know, that psychological, um, you know, idea is terrifying and that's what prevents so many people. But you know, that you, you leave and they say, Hey man, you know, we wish you the best, you know, you got this, you know, we're here for you. We can, we can go hang out and have a tea or go down mm-hmm. the beach. It would just give you like, Oh, 
you know, like, like a little bit of wind in your sails, you know, just to make it a little easier. And I think culturally, most people don't have that. Totally. Uh, for sure. We need to have like, you know, that system around us that encourages us, that asks us the important questions. You know, what do you, what's your dream? If you could do anything, what would it be? Because oftentimes those are just not the questions that we ask ourselves because they're tough questions to ask, right? Because like, you don't know if it's going to be well received, if the person's going to be open to it. So it's easier just to talk about, you know, surface level stuff. Like, and there's definitely value. I've been learning this a lot, that there's a lot of value in surface level talk. I'm someone who loves to just dive in and go there and like share my heart out. Because for me, I've learned that when I'm vulnerable and that I, when I'm open, like I connect with other humans in a deep, meaningful way, very, very fast. Um, I know that not everyone is able to, you know, receive that or is not even interested in that. And I'm cool with that. But you know, what I'm realizing is that some of the more surface level stuff, like you can derive a lot of thoughtful gifts for people by really knowing what they like and what makes them tick. So I'm doing a, you know, definitely like being very conscious about that. And it was a valuable lesson that I learned from a mentor of mine, Svi Band, who um, uh, wrote this book called Success is in Your Sphere. He uh, developed the um, Contactually app that he sold to Compass. So um, yeah, I believe that, uh, I believe that, you know, that just, and I lost my train of thought, but, um, connection, man, is it's, it's everything, you know, it really is. And as human beings, you know, we're wired for social connection. We need each other. It's kind of going back to what you were saying about like the risk of feeling ostracized, like the fear, I mean, back in primitive ancient days, if we didn't have the protection of a tribe, you know, if we got outcasted, guess what? We're probably dead. And it's like, obviously times are different, things have evolved, but we're still humans that still have that, you know, flight, fight or freeze response system. So we're naturally still thinking that same thing and it's still driving our decisions and, you know, the courage that we show. And um, that's why like our social health and social wellness is such an important thing. And I, I think, you know, given, you know, loneliness and, you know, the fact that most people only have a person or two maybe in their life that they can talk to about anything. And the fact that like over 70% of people have felt socially isolated or alone in the last year alone, like this stuff has take, takes a big impact, not only on our mental health, but on our physical health as well. Um, and there's been studies that have been done that have showed that prolonged feelings of loneliness are actually worse for your health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And that uh, our physical health, like that um, the quality and the state of our physical health is just as much tied to our social ties and social bonds as it sometimes is our diet or our exercise. Like this is something that's very crucial for us. And when we think about keeping in touch with people, we shouldn't be thinking about it as a chore or like, I'll get around to it if I have time. Like, no, this is like tied so much to our health, to our happiness, to our overall well-being. So it's not even like taking a vitamin you know, taking time every day to cultivate, cultivate connection and to show appreciation, kindness for people in your life. Like it's, and it, it, sh it should be something as common as like brushing your teeth. Like we need to make a habit of connecting with the people we care about, you know, not only for our own well-being, but for the well-being of others, knowing that other people are having the same struggles and challenges that we are. Yeah, man. I love it. 
And I love how you said making a habit out of it because we can think about the people we care about. And then how often do you say, oh man, I should reach out to that person. Oh man, I reach out to that person. And, you know, for me, a lot of my friends, I, I traveled a lot when I was younger yeah. and, and a little bit less now that I got the little, little rug rat. Um, yeah, a little, little bum bum. But uh, she, uh, okay. I got distracted by all the cute stuff she does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I would travel a lot, but I would always make a point to call my friends and a lot of them would say, hey, you're kind of like the only one that would, would stay in touch and we kind of huh. lose touch a little bit. And, and I would always make that effort because, you know, I valued my friends. I still value them to this day and all the people that I'm close with. And so I think that what happens is we get into our own world and, and then it kind of gets it, the walls get closer and closer and closer. Right. And so making it a part of your daily routine is is a huge transitional piece that I feel like can add a ton of value to a person's life uh, and have many benefits that I'm sure lots of people could talk about the, the scientific benefits and loneliness and mental health and all that kind of stuff. Um, just on a basic practice. And it's something that when you repeat it, you understand it. Like uh, yep. I, I usually use the idea of like uh, squats. They're not that complicated, but if you do squats consistently, you can get some strong ass legs, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just yep. it's not a complicated thing. Just, just squat. Yeah. And so yep. I'd love for you to, well, if, is there anything that you wish that I'd ask or you want to kind of steer it in a direction? And if not, um, just the importance of like some of the leadership stuff that you've done and, and around like habits and some of those personal development yeah. tools and, and just things that you still apply in your life to, you know, navigate, because I see you as an individual who's a, a high achiever. You're, um, um, what's a, geez, what's a good way to say? Like you, you think a lot, you're like a deep thinker. I feel like you, you really contemplate ideas and what you want to do with your life and you roll it around in your own inner universe to come out with the meaning by your own definition. Like you're creating your life by your own rules, mm -hmm. not in any fear. Like you have fear just like the rest of us, right? But you, you guide it in different ways. And it's, it's a very rare thing that I see, um, especially when, you have access to things that, um, you know, or did, and I'm sure still do have ways to like, I would say access the material realm of like, Oh, I could just go do this and make a boatload of money. You know what I mean? I feel like that for you, you could turn your brain in this, in a little bit of a different way and then just go achieve that. And so many people want that. So many people are like, Oh, that's the thing that I want. But you, you roll around in your value system so differently. And it's, uh, you know, really beautiful to see like how you do that and then continue to create and, and uh, navigate your life. Matt, I, I'm just going to go with what you said. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, I, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, with that reflection, I, I am ever so human and I have many, many edges and insecurities and fears and self doubt that, you know, our prisons that I have, you know, been longing to break free from my entire life. And I've broken free from some of those prisons. Like I never even could have fathomed have dreamed up the idea of love bomb when I was like 18 or even 24. Cause I was just like, I was in the matrix and I was a follower. And, you know, with that said, like, you know, building an app, which is essentially kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm in, in encouraging and inspiring people to create a habit. Like what's harder to try to teach than teaching people a new habit. So like, it's a, you know, it's a big mission and what it's requiring me is to, you know, own my vision and my confidence and just unapologetically 
you know, do whatever it takes to, to make it happen and to have patience and, you know, just to continue at it every single day and, you know, remind myself I'm on this mission because, man, there's a lot of ups and downs, you know, as you know, and as anyone knows who is an entrepreneur or is pursuing a dream that's either a really hard or it's never been done before. And you're making up the rules as you go. Like it is a tough, tough journey. And it's like, even, you know, can be like a, a very isolating, you know, lone wolf type of a journey as well. So, you know, for me, I'm just constantly going up against my edge and, you know, doing my best to challenge my own paradigms and my own realms of thought, knowing that, you know, I'm where I am today, which I'm grateful for, but I'm only limited by my own self-doubts and limitations. You know, like I've, I've gone to therapists, I've worked with coaches and they'll be like, Oh, Mark, you're so smart. You know, if only, you know, you know, you were more confident or, you know, if only you didn't care so much about what other people think and just went after what you want unapologetically. So, I mean, it's just like, these are walls that I'm like constantly, you know, working my ass off to break through. And like, fortunately by having such a big goal and a vision uh, and this project to work on, like it's really helping me break through it. So I think like, you know, I've got this project that like, I really want to be a success and I really know how much value it'll bring to people's lives if they actually take the time to download the app, send their first love bomb and just commit to maybe sending one for seven days in a row or building a practice. Like I know for a fact that it'll improve your life. It'll improve your relationships and you'll be grateful you did it. So, you know, really owning that in a way that I don't know if I would have owned the message like this a year or two ago because I didn't want to ruffle anyone's feathers or I didn't want anyone to think that, oh, I have all the answers when I don't. I just have my unique perspective and experience. So, you know, I think that like any habit, it's just like I one of the things I love about forming a new habit is it shows me that anything is possible. So it shows me that even the harder to break habits and thought patterns I have are breakable if I can break some of them. So another example, you know, aside from sending 10,000 love bombs is like, I, I gave up meat for over two years. And I was the type of guy who would meet for every single meal. And I never even thought about it. I eat fast food all the time. And um, I dedicated myself to giving up meat. And like, I realized it like wasn't that hard. And then I thought to myself, well, if I can give up meat, which is something I never thought I was ever able to do, then you know, what else have I never opened up my mind or to a possibility of achieving or doing? So I found that to be, you know, really super duper liberating. And then the last piece that's coming up for me in terms of your question about like, how do I build habits and, uh, you know, really focus on my self improvement and that's by teaching it and by really embodying leadership. So I felt like naturally I was living, you know, very authentically when I had my podcast because I was interviewing people talking about authenticity every single week. So it kept me, you know, zeroed in on thinking about what does it mean to live authentically? Where am I living authentically in my life? The way I spend my time, you know, um, am I spending my money on the things that like feel good to me? Uh, so I was naturally more authentic as a result of having that practice. And kind of now with Love Bomb, I've got a team of 12 interns that are working for me. So I feel, you know, the responsibility not only to, you know, keep the fire within myself brewing, but like, you know, to stand for the fire and the empowerment of everyone on my team as well. And, you know, when we've all come together, it's just been, it's been so beautiful to work together towards one mission of, you know, something that is so timely and relevant in this idea of 
isolation and feeling disconnected from others when all we want is to feel connected and to feel important and cared for. So those are just a few things. Love it, dude. I love all that. And it reminds me like at the end of the podcast or, or when I record them, I say the best way you can support the show is by doing a kind act in the world today. Even better do three kind acts. And yep. sometimes I'll, I like what you said, you know, try it for a week because I'll say uh, the idea of try doing three kind acts a day, going out of your way to do it and not telling anyone. And this is the protocol from David Lombard Senapas, the best spiritual yep. teaching I've ever heard in my entire life. And what what I like to share is that you might experience what I could refer to as a universal wink. And so many people have reached out to me and they start the email like this, Matt, I did the kindness challenge and you're never going to believe this dot, dot, dot. And it's interesting that the universe will respond to the individual in a unique way where the universal wink only, you know, that it's strange. It's, it's like a glitch in the matrix and you're just like, what, you know, it's, it's such an odd thing. And it'll be just for you. Like, uh, um, somebody was telling me on Instagram the other day, a story about, you know, some bird, like riding their car, like this loud sound and, and they're driving on the highway and this bird is on their car. And <laughs> I just did like, it's a wild story. I was like, what? And I was like, I don't know what that means, man. I was like, that sounds cool though. And so he goes to this kind of goes into this elaborate story, but I like, I see those as a wink. I see that the universe is always communicating with us. And, you know, this teaching from David Lomberg, he's a mathematician and, you know, he, he's got a very interesting history. But one of the things he said was, you know, we're electromagnetic beings. So when you give freely, so if you say, oh, I'm going to go do kindness, this kind act, and then you go tell everybody, you know, kind of it diffuses the charge. But because you're an electromagnetic being, when you give that charge to others, you're actually charging mm -hmm. yourself up and you're holding a charge. So all of these actions of kindness build the electromagnetic charge or the or your universal field or whatever you want to call it. I think it's it measured like six feet out from your heart. Um, yep. But he said, that it, he's like, it actually builds that that energetic field. And so, you know, if you look at Nikola Tesla or any of the personal development, spirituality teachings, it'll talk about the vibration of the body. Well, when you are in depression, self-loathing, self-hatred, isolation, loneliness, your vibration and your state of being is very low. When you are in the state of appreciation, mm -hmm. giving, yep. service, help, yep you are naturally going into a higher state of being. You're getting out of your own head and say, you know what? I don't feel great today, but yeah. I'm going to light someone else's day up. You totally. get to receive that same medicine. Yep. You know, and that's kind of what you're dealing with here. And I think it's incredibly powerful. And, and you know, tell people, hey, you do this for a week, you might get a universal wink. And that, that to me, it gives weight to David Lombard's, you know, theory. And he explained it to me in an hour in electromagnetic yeah. terms, which I had no idea yeah. what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. Um, but, he, you know, I was Googling things like nodes and stuff like that. <laughs> I still only got a little bit of it. But it makes sense if we do live in a unified field, yeah. Our body does emanate a measurable electromagnetic yeah. frequency. We get to a higher state of being where we feel lighter when yeah. we're afraid or yeah. in these negative emotions, we feel dense. We, totally. we want to get low. We drink alcohol. Yeah. It's scary. But when we feel good and appreciation and all those things, we feel lighter. We want to dance around. Everything's all hunky-dory. But it is uh, a transition, right? And when we make it a practice, yeah. we are now – creating the habit of appreciation of service and it's naturally going to bring us up the scale and the last thing i'll share is you yeah. know i just read uh i went through the kybalian 
because all this weird stuff from Egypt and Thoth is coming up for me again. And I've had some weird experiences with that. So I'm kind of going through the Kybalian teachings. And one of them, it talks about, uh, shoot, I can't remember now, but basically how everything's on a scale. So you've got the poles. So like um, joy and depression, it's on the same scale. You need both, but it's a sliding scale, like appreciation or hatred or something. It's just a scale. And what you can do is train yourself to move up the scale. You never eliminate what the opposite pole is, and it should exist in a balanced universe. But you as a creator can train yourself to move up the pole into more joy, more Mm. appreciation, more gratitude. And every spiritual teacher will tell you those are some of the highest vibrations. And you don't even necessarily need to feel it right away. So you can be in a miserable spot. But just do it anyway. Sometimes with, you know, people I'll say, hey, you know, you're trying to get get overcome anxiety or depression. I say, just walk every day. You're not going to want to. I guarantee you're not going to wake up and feel like walking. Just walk your ass out the door. You know, you're not going to feel like going for uh, to the gym. Just do that because then the body's intelligence, our natural, harmonious, self-regulating system comes into uh comes into play and i feel the same thing would happen with the appreciation and with the gratitude practice you wouldn't feel like sending it but you send it and as you do that over time that energy and the way that our body works starts to naturally rise our frequency and our state of being bingo so well said and that's one of the biggest lessons i've learned from sending ten thousand video messages is that even if i'm having a bad day when I just like wish someone well, I'm just sending good vibes their way. It makes me feel better. It like naturally makes me feel better. Obviously someone's going to love receiving a, a nice wish on their birthday that like someone just like hopes all their birthday wishes come true this year. And I, I'm sending good vibes your way for that to happen. Like that's like at the heart of my message. I'm not asking for anything in return. So I just, I, I think a good way to kind of frame that is to think about like, if we were to go to someone's Facebook wall and we were to write happy birthday or maybe even something less like HBD, right? Think about like the amount of energy. Maybe it took like, you know, a couple seconds to send it and you, maybe you have good intentions, but like, it's just, that's just like just the littlest, like lightest thing, like HBD, happy birthday, right? It's like, there's not that much energy that's going to be, you're giving out. There's not that much expression and there's not that much that's going to be received. Yet something that takes you literally the same amount of time or maybe five or 10 seconds more is like, boom, like this huge gift of appreciation and the giver gets to, you know, experience all the benefits of of experiencing gratitude and giving gratitude. And the other person's like, oh, wow, like I'm experiencing like all these good vibes. And so like, that's been a huge lesson for me. And it like, it literally fuels me up. And I'm realizing that it's actually a superpower to make somebody else feel good and to make somebody else feel important. Uh, Dale Carnegie says in How to Win Friends and Influence People, what people want more than anything else, more than like money or you know, health, is they just want to feel important. And so that's a gift that we can give each other every single day. And like when I remind myself and I allow myself to do that, it just feels amazing. So, you know, that's, that's why I built love bomb. That's why I do, you know, what I'm doing. And, you know, I think as you spoke to loneliness and like lifting our vibrations over time, like, I think if like, if you find yourself and this for everyone listening, find yourself in a little bit of a lonely place, which is so deeply human, we all do from time to time. And like you kind of alluded 
the last thing we want to do is put ourselves out there when we're feeling lonely. We don't have the energy to really do that. You know, we're just kind of shrinking into a ball when we're feeling lonely. And maybe like for me, at least I'm thinking like catastrophizing it, thinking, oh, this is, you know, the way it's always going to be. And, you know, no one actually really cares about me or wants to support me or whatever the nonsense story I'm telling myself at the time. But if you were to like reach out and send a love bomb to someone every day for five or seven days, which like you can express yourself in any way you want, like after five or seven days, like you've just ignited five or seven connections. And like, that's a gift to yourself. And like, I think that just a beautiful way of like working yourself out of a lonely place by just like reaching out and creating and like laying the groundwork for connection, which then you can build momentum off of uh, to cultivate even more of it to, you know, get yourself back on your feet to feel more connected to feel more confident socially. Yeah, man, I'm just gonna keep saying yes, yes, love that the whole, the whole time. When you were talking about that little bump of energy, I think that's a yeah. fantastic example because Yogananda, who wrote The Autobiography of a Yogi, which is a very famous book, he wrote mm -hmm. another one called Scientific Affirmations, which I highly recommend everybody buy and read. It is very small and it is the user's manual for how to access the true power of affirmations. And in the book, he shares that most people do not create or manifest their manifestations because they don't put any uh, will behind it. They don't put their will or energy behind it. So if we live in an electromagnetic universe and you have an affirmation and you say it and, and on the electromagnetic scale of the universe, it says, you know, I want the love bomb app to be successful or, you know, I love, I, I, I want the map podcast to be successful whatever the case is yeah. and it's like 0.01 on the electromagnetic scale he's like you're not putting any of your will or your essence into it and i use the example if you can imagine a car tips over and there's a kid in the back and the mothers lifting up cars of burning cars this has happened not just one time it's actually happened several times of real reported yeah. uh, times a mother lifting up a car and saving saving their baby when that happens they don't think about it they put their entire will, their entire life force, their electromagnetic field, all the science and quantum physics we can't even understand, and they just make the decision that this car mm -hmm. is moving. And yep. so if you imagine putting that energy into your affirmations, the energy in which you do that is going to be received by the field and your result will be different. And in the same way you're talking about Love Bomb app, when you put genuine effort, it might take time to get there, right? You might not start off as an expert. You might just say, hey, I just wanted to um, appreciate you. And I was thinking about, you know, how maybe, you know, maybe correct me if there needs to be a um, something corrected here. But, uh, you know, with the Love Bomb app, it's not about like what I'm going to get back from that person. It's literally just gen sending some appreciation, not like, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of you. So you send something back because I need something from you. Right. Correct. It's like, hey. I just, you know, hey, Mark, and then the next day I got my other buddy. My other, I got enough people. And maybe if it's just 15 people between friends and family, 
That's one yep. message every day, rotating your 15. Just say, yep. hey, buddy, you know, I don't know how you're doing. Just wanted to send you some love and appreciation. You're a great guy. I don't know how the job is going, but I just want to let you know that I'm here, man. Uh, here's a love bomb. Uh, enjoy the day and, uh, you know, looking forward to next time we hang out. And, and, and you, then you'll get better at it. Then it'll just kind of get a little bit more ridiculous, a little bit more fun, a little bit more playful with Bingo. the intention yep. to serve up the energy of loving kindness and support to that person. Yep. And that's all you're doing it for. It's not to expect anything in return. And, and training with uh, David Lombear, he would always say that. We always do yep. something to expect something in return. Yep. But really what we're doing is we're cultivating this energy of loving kindness, this high vibration of appreciation. And we're offering it as a gift with no expectation. This is for you. This is a gift from me to you. I hope that it serves you well. And that's it. And, and if you can do that as a practice, what happens is you're getting all that good juice all over you, right? You're getting all those like good vibes and you know, the, the, you're going to integrate that into yourselves. That's just the way it works. If you go around and you're, you know, one of those haters and you're just trying to hate everybody. Like you look at the divide of what's going on now, you're going to just, you're going to be putting that out and you're going to be vibrating and resonating uh, with all of that energy. And that's just what's going to get on you right? Like if you're painting with blue paint and if you have a young daughter or a son, you're going to recognize that you're going to get that crap all over you. You know, it's just the way it is. And so training yourself to generate these frequencies, offering them as gifts to other people is one of the most beautiful concepts or ideas I've ever heard of. Yep. Sorry about that little FaceTime there. Yeah. You absolutely nailed it in your share, Matt, that it's uh, the giving is the getting. And that can be like a tough thing to like, you know, wonder about, especially when it requires a little bit of a vulnerability to send someone a message or to call someone you haven't talked to in a while. But, you know, it's once we break through those barriers of fear or doubt or insecurity, like that's, that's where the gold lives, my man. And um, I, I just, you shared so beautifully. I have nothing else to add to that. Wonderful, bro. Well, you can feel free to use that in your infomercial, which I hope I will see on late night television. <laughs> this is uh, it. <laughs> uh, well, man, it's it's just always a pleasure to connect with you. It's been a long yeah. time and I'm so glad we were able to do this. I remember us connecting months ago, maybe again, time is weird now. So six yeah. months or something and you're working really hard on the app. I am aware of the effort and the dedication and the trial and error and all the, all the shenanigans that goes on with a project like this. Yeah. So just huge love and appreciation for your dedication to bring this vision to fruition and all of my support and good vibes and energy and love bombs to help you, you know, share that with other people. And so is there anything that you wish that I had asked or that you want to leave the w listeners with today? No, I mean, I think this is the perfect ending, but it's like, if you believe that there is more love and connection available to you, to your loved ones, to humanity as a whole, um, then join the mission in whatever way feels authentic to you. Um, and what I'd say is that like, given the state of the world, the civil unrest, the political divide, the challenging times we're in, the loneliness, the everything, there's a lot, the fear, the news, everything, that we are the underdog. If you, want to, if you believe in a world with more love, if you want to spread more love, like we are the underdog. We really need to come together and to unite. And um, I, just, uh, I just wanted to you know, invite you like, into this possibility of more love and connection and just remind you that like, it requires maybe getting a little uncomfortable, requires maybe building a new habit. Uh, but 
you know, if, if that's what you want, like that's what we got to do in order to manifest it and make it a reality. So I wanted to, you know, invite you to download the, the love bomb app to check it out. And, um, you know, just, um, to be in touch with me, you know, ping me on, ping me on Instagram. I, I love to connect with people that this is all about connection. So, um, I just kind of wanted to end with that note. And, uh, you know, I believe that, you know, the world is changing and that we're changing it. And I just uh, wanted to invite, uh, you know, everybody who's tuning in, like if you're listening to the Matt Belair show, clearly you care about the future of humanity and believe in the power of transformation. So, uh, you know, let's do it together, you know, for ourselves, for our loved ones, for, you know, our baby girls and, you know, the children and humanity going forward. Because if we don't change the trajectory, especially even just with technology alone, like where the hell are we going to be in 5, 10, 15 years from now? So Love Bomb is just one way to change that. And I know the screen is going dark because the sun's coming <laughs> down. But Matt, dude, it's just a pleasure to come on and share and to know you and uh, just uh, grateful. Thanks, man. Well, I, I agree with everything you just said and definitely invite and encourage people to check out the app because it's a training tool in my my opinion. You know, as I got to deeper dive on the app and what it does, you know, my own mind is figuring out what it does and how it works and how important it is. And again, it's that simple habit. It doesn't need to be complicated to get all of these amazing benefits and, you know, one of the greatest quotes of all time is be the change you want to be in the world, but also be the vibration, be the example. And it is generating those um, offerings in those states when you don't feel like yep. it. it, it is a yep. little bit of an effort uh, to do that. Right. And, and as a parent, I'm kind of learning that, right. All the sacrifices yep. our parents make for us, the sacrifices yep. our friends make for us. Um, you know, that's what it's about is showing up and doing those things and, and being that example. So I think it's just a very simple, very practical and powerful way to transform ourselves and also actually do something that would imprint a positive action on the planet. So I uh, support you and I commend you for your mission, brother. Thanks for all that you do. Oh, this has been a great pleasure and honor, Mr. Belair. Always great to see you, man. Well, thanks guys for watching. We'll check you in the next episode. Peace.